The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This show is brought to you by adamandeve.com. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. You'll get 50% off just about any item. Go to adamandeve.com and use the code GLORY at checkout. That's GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Desert Dave. I uh, just am um, watching the episode number 320-something-something, 328. And uh, I was listening to the self-healing thing, and you guys didn't get it. What it is is you go in there, and they beat the fuck out of you, and you're laying on the floor, and you're like, I need a doctor. And they're like, heal yourself. That's the self-healing part. Ta-da. AMF. Hey, guys. Uh, I was just listening to episode 327, and you were talking about the having a repair guy in your home and him saying something racist. But I have, like, just the opposite problem. I am the repair guy and find myself in people's homes when they're saying this crazy racist shit and have no recourse. I can't do anything because otherwise I'll, like, lose my fucking job. Glory hole. Hey, Tom. Hey, Cecil. Uh, I was just thinking about this. Uh, uh, this is Matthew from Justice, Illinois, now Willow Springs, Illinois. But anyways, uh, I'm retired Navy. And one of the things that they do for presidents is they name aircraft carriers after presidents. Think about that. The USS Donald Trump aircraft carrier. Fuck us, right? Bye. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's got, we got, we got a drum roll. I, I, no, I wanted it, I wanted to hit cause we're going to be on dogma debate later on today. And we are. And the last time David Smalley was in studio, he was like a fucking bull in the China shop. He was banging I, into the fucking table every three seconds. You know, for such a big deal, he yeah. had small manners. Yeah. Like, was, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm surprised he could even reach the table. <laughs> well, we had that booster <laughs> seat for him. <laughs> He was sitting on a stack of phone books. Uh, yeah. this <laughs> Come is gonna, on, guys. This is going to air the day after we, we appear on Dogma Debate. We're going to be on the last hour batting cleanup. So uh, so cleaning up at the glory hole today. Yeah, sloppy yeah. 23rds. <laughs> oh, no. That's, hey, I'm still in yeah, there. I've, I'm still in the game, buddy. I've got that video bookmarked. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. Oh god! Oh. Uh, after the first fucking baker's dozen, you just gotta call that shit a night. And be like, I I feel like somebody's done everything yeah. I've got planned. Well, the right? thing is, is, the first baker's dozen. You know, there's plenty of batter in there already. 
That's so disgusting. That's so disgusting. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's definitely a Team Danish moment. <laughs> we haven't even gotten two minutes of this. You didn't even finish the intro. Oh, God. That's amazing. Uh, That's also horrifying episode, in every way. Episode 329. Episode 329 yeah. is what this is. Yeah, welcome, Matt. Yeah, yeah, you can listen to it now. So we had a, we had a snafu. I wouldn't. We had, uh, we had Dan Errol on. Uh, and we had recorded a great hour with Dan. It really was I mean, very it was good. A really good hour, even for our show. It yeah. was good. Not only did we cover some of the stuff that he had done on his blog, but then we also talked about his book that came out, the Secular Activist: How to a How to Manual for Protecting the Wall Between Church and State. And we interviewed him about his book and about his blog. And and our machine broke yeah. when, during the like we were we would recorded. It was recording fine, and then when I went to eject the card. It was zero zero all the way across, so it had. This has never happened to me yeah, before. I know. Yeah, we say that all the time. <laughs> right before I ejected, never, yeah. <laughs> I had a premature ejection. <laughs> but uh, again, this has never happened to me before. Turns out uh, that was lost to the world. We didn't right. record it. We didn't have a backup. So, uh, so I sent Dan a message. We're going to have Dan back on in January. We were very apologetic. Dan was totally cool about it. Yeah, but we, uh, we instead, what we're going to do today is talk about the same articles that we talked about with Dan. We're just going to do it with just the two of us instead because we can know, make it if we, we try. Can, we can, you know. So yeah. we'll massage the prostate. <laughs> we'll get it back to where it was, <laughs> and then we'll record it. It'll never be like it was. And then, no, <laughs> not after the first baker's dozen. <laughs> so true. <laughs> that doesn't. That's not snapping back into place. <laughs> you got to tag in an undocumented right. worker. Jesus <laughs> you just go to Home Depot and grab you know, a couple of. When there's 24 people uh, lined up, they're all undocumented. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, so so Tom, why don't we get started with uh, with a couple of articles from Dan's uh, from Dan's blog? Dan does uh, the blog Danthropology at Patheos. Uh, let's get started with the minority Trump one. Yeah, let's talk about this. So minority, I love, I love just the way this is being yeah. phrased. Now, he says he didn't coin this term, yeah. but I think it's beautiful. Minority president-elect yeah, Trump. I love that. That's great. Uh, claims millions of people voted illegally. Um, so now the, the millions of illegal voters claim, um, I know we talked about this before, but that, that is circulated based on an InfoWars Facebook yeah, tweet it's a, article thing. Yeah, like, like it's like a, gar- was, it's a garbage no, yeah, made up nonsense. There thing. was no evidence to say that millions of voters voted. And, right. and and let's talk about how that even happens. Yeah, well, let's talk. So let's let's speak specifically to Illinois, right? Sure. So in Illinois, we have a roll system. Now I don't know what they have in every state, so I don't want to I don't want to talk about every state because I know every state's a little bit different. But I think most are fundamentally similar, so we can use this kind of as, as an example, yeah. right? So I know in a lot of states it's more strict than Illinois. Right, more because strict on the voting. More strict on who you are, because when I walked in to vote this time, yeah. I walked up directly to the guy. The guy said, "Do you have ID?" And I looked right at him. I said, "I don't need ID. Yeah. Here's my name." And then he looked at me like I was growing horns on my head, and both of us just stared at each other for about a minute <laughs> until he finally just started flipping through the ballots. But he had a, he had asked me for ID, and I'm just like, yeah, no, "I don't need pass. to give it." Yeah. And I had the ID within reach in my pocket. I could have easily pulled it's a it principle out. Issue. But it's a principal issue for me. Yeah. I think voter ID is a vote tax. You don't need that. We don't need to have that. And the reason why we don't need to have that is because uh, is because it's a roll system, like we said. If somebody comes in and takes my vote, then there's going to be some problems, right? right. Then there's going to be some issues. Then, there, then we can tell if there's voter fraud because they gave away my ballot. My ballot is specific to me. So if they give away my ballot, I'll know. 
when I come in later and somebody says, oh, we already got Cecil's ballot. Cecil's ballot was already given out. Well, now there's a fucking problem. Right. And there has to be some sort of investigation. And there's done. a resolution. There's right? a resolution. They're not going to take them both. processes involved in here. Right. So let's talk about why that can't happen in numbers. It can make it happen onesie twosies, maybe, for, yeah. for somebody who's an undocumented yeah. uh, person in the country. But in order for you to, to fake a vote, right? First of all, you're risking a federal offense. So let's say I'm an undocumented or illegal immigrant, right? I'm risking a federal offense. Yeah. So it's a really high, like it's it, like the, the 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 punishment, the potential drawback, the risk versus reward. Yeah. It does not make any sense, right? The risk is enormous. So it's a federal offense. I'm risking that. I'm risking deportation. Sure. Right. So I'm here. I care enough that I want to affect the election. I want to stay, but I'm going to risk a federal offense. And then what am I going to? How am I going to do it? The only way that I can think to do it is to know with reasonable certainty that you know who's on the registration or the, the role, rather, at a specific polling place. So you get assigned a polling place yeah. based on where in, you in live, Illinois. right? In Illinois. In Illinois. Yeah. yeah. Again, this, I, I don't want to speak for the whole yeah. country. I can only speak for where, where Illinois, I have voted. I, I have to I, – my, my polling place is across the street from my house. That's it. That's where yeah. I have to vote. And I moved several times this year. Yeah. So my not, polling sometimes place – Sometimes not by choice. But, hey, <laughs> you know – I leave when I'm asked, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, <laughs> but I moved several times this year. So I actually had to drive all the way back to where I had lived way back at the beginning you of the year. You had to follow the I, trail of tears. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, they weren't tears. Uh, <laughs> tears of joy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I had to go all the way back to uh, where I own some property, let's say. <laughs> Where your 40 acres and a mule yeah. is? I had, it turns out I had, I had 58% of my vote still lives in that area. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I, I went back to where I used to live in order to vote because that's where I appear on the roll. Sure. Right? So if I'm an undocumented immigrant or you know whatever um, and I want to I vote, I have to know the name of somebody that's going to appear on that roll. It's, it's not like they just say, what's your name? Okay, great. You can vote. We'll just write it down that you came here. You just have to know you your neighbor to, or whatever. Right. Like your yeah. neighbor. Let's say yeah. I did. Let's say I said, you know, I'm, I'm Bob Johnson, right? I'm going to say I'm Bob Johnson, but I better be goddamn sure that Bob Johnson is registered in the place because, like, for example, I'm not registered where I live. I'm registered 17 miles away from where I live. So somebody, like, let's say your next door neighbor goes and says, and says I'm Tom. Tom's, Tom's not going to vote. I'll go to the polling place. Right. And they walk in and I say, I'm Tom. And right. they say, well, we don't have a Tom. Exactly. Now there's some awkward questions and you're risking federal offense and deportation in order to do this. It doesn't make any sense, right? So again, the risk reward doesn't make sense. And if they're it's willing a- to trade their vote to you or, you know, like, on, like actually, like I were to say to you, Tom, I'm not going to vote this time. You can have my vote. And you walk in and say, I'm Cecil. And they give you your ballot and you're on your way. Sure. Why wouldn't I just go and vote if that's the case? It doesn't make it. It's silly, I'm willing right? to risk a federal offense because once they capture you, right, you're going to say, hey, right. well, I asked him and he said yes. And now, so there's now you're two both people. Involved. Why would anyone do this? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And this idea that three million people. Yeah. You know, Even came two out, million, whatever, two million, whatever yeah. the number was, came out and voted illegally. It just doesn't it just doesn't make any sure. sense. It, I, it doesn't ever happen. I'm sure occasionally it happens. But you know how many times it happened? 
one time they caught like one or two, two people. Two, two people. people. They're both Trump supporters. Right. Yeah. And they well, and they weren't undocumented. They yeah. were just people who tried to vote twice. Exactly. Right? They went to another polling place. Exactly. The number of of instances that have actually been verified is in the it's dozens. Very small. And the dozens. thing is, is it's not over we're not talk- a year's span. Yeah. And and we're talking about the thing I think we want to talk about here is that the president elect, the minority president elect, is is publishing these things on Twitter. With literally no proof whatsoever. He's just saying a thing out loud. Right. Which is crazy. And he's getting thousands and thousands of people behind him that are saying, yeah, those damn dirty illegals, they all voted extra because the president said it's true. Yeah, right. Well, he has, I mean, he's, he's everything he says is fire in a crowded theater now. Yeah. I I mean, he, he should have responsibility for the things he says to at least have some modicum of truth to them. It clearly did not bother him during the election cycle right he just made shit up i mean i don't care what side you're on you have to recognize that right he just made a lot of shit up during the election cycle his truthometer thing on the politifact was like it was crazy it was like he was like the fifth from the bottom in terms of of truthiness or whatever you know to 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 borrow a phrase and in the truthiness category he was fifth from the bottom um uh, from politifact's fact checking right so Clearly, that's not something that bothers him. But like you said, now he's the president or president-elect, minority, minority president-elect. President um, so his words have more weight, right? Yeah. And there are going to be people who just believe what the minority president-elect says yeah. because of his authority, right? So their argument from authority is a thing for a reason. It's problematic, but people still do it, yeah. right? So you know he's going to tweet something like that out, and there's going to be lots of people who are like, well, the fucking president said it. Yeah. And that's that. And it that's must real, be true. It's got to be a real thing. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a scary fucking thing. You know, and, and I, I want to talk for a minute about why I think Trump would do something like this. I think Trump would – Trump knows this isn't true, right? I think he knows it's not true, or at least he knows that there's no evidence for it, right? I mean he has, to, he has to know that InfoWars is not a credible source of information, like a screenshot or some shit. Like that's not a credible source of information. But what he's doing is he is, he is crazily – as the winner of a presidential election, still trying to position himself as an underdog, right? Yeah. He's still trying to position himself as the man against whom most are aligned because that way he is the great and powerful Oz, right? He gets to be the guy who is overcoming all the obstacles. He gets to be the guy, you know, who cannot be stopped. He's this, he's yeah. this outsider juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And he's going to lose the outsider juggernaut role now that he is ensconced in this position of power and authority, because you can't be an outsider once you're already in. So he, I, I really think that a lot of this is a strategy for him to still appear to be the underdog against whom the, the forces of the media and everything else are aligning against and who he pushes back on because people love an underdog story, right? He gets to be the bad news bears president. Yeah. And as and long in, in as a lot can, of ways, he is, right? Yeah, he already yeah. is. Th- there's some truth to yeah, that. He narrative. already right. is. I mean, even though he's a fucking billionaire, yeah, right? He's a billionaire white he's guy. He's a billionaire game show host who fucking right. won God. the presidency, right? <laughs> but the fact of the matter remains, he is a fucking political underdog. outsider. And he's underdog. A, he's yeah. the bad news bears, man. Right. He he proved everybody wrong. He Absolutely. came up, he came up to on you know, nine innings, you know, they were they were losing and he had a grand slam in the fucking last inning and he, he won the game. He did. And he absolutely did. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, you can't get past that um, as much as I'd like to. But the thing is is that you also got to look at it too. Here's a guy who said the whole time the election is rigged. This is rigged. It's all rigged. It's all rigged. It's all rigged. Setting himself up to fail, but then also blaming the system if it fails, yeah, right. right? But now, he, he, hedged. now he hedged. Now he won, yeah. and now he's still saying it's rigged. 
So I wanted to switch shift gears here because we want to talk a little bit about uh, about the the other thing that he had said this week. This is a quote directly from Donald Trump's Twitter. Nobody should be allowed to burn the American flag. If they do, there should be there must be consequences, perhaps a loss of citizenship or a year in jail. I hate the way you sound right now. I hate the way you sound so right? bad. Is that, is that close? It's I don't close. think I'll ever get hard again. It's not close. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. So that's just insane. Let's think about what he just yeah. said there, right? So, all right, the flag burning issue is a settled issue, right? Yeah. Like, we have a constitutional right to burn the flag. It's free speech. It's been settled. Yeah. So now he's like, he just wants to fucking upturn that apple cart as if he even can. Yeah. Right? Which he can't, but I guess a case he could. He could bring up he another could amendment. A case, he could right? bring, an he could bring up an amendment. It's not going to help. Or, you know, he could bring the issue up so that yeah. somebody shepherds a case through the Supreme Court again. I guess, maybe. But then this insanity, this piece of insanity. If they do, there must be consequences. And I love his potential consequences. It's my favorite part. Yeah. Perhaps loss of citizenship yeah. or year in jail. That's like, that's like, well, what do I get to pick? Like, yeah. well, first of all, we don't strip people of their citizenship. I know we talked about we talked a little we, bit we about, about it. We talked about with Dan Errol. There's a possibility that you do for certain crimes, but they're 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 few and far between. Right. Like you can commit treason. Yeah. Like you can actually commit actual treason and not be stripped and you don't get stripped you can be a child murderer right you yeah. can like no, name the worst yeah, thing yeah i mean it's not like it's name not the, like it's not like before we killed gacy right we killed 42 young boys and fucking strangled them fucked them and buried them in his fucking basement right. he still we died an american yeah, citizen exactly. right before they stuck the fucking juice in him <laughs> right they didn't look at him and be like by the way you're not an american citizen right. anymore and they pulled a fucking American right. flag badge <laughs> off of him, and then they stuck him full of poison. No, right. he died an American citizen. Right. It's not like Sons of Anarchy, where like you still have your tattoo and they yeah. burn it off of you, <laughs> right? It's not- they should have had the tattoo on Casey, on a, a giant American flag, and then burn, burn it, it off, off of him. <laughs> right? Like they could capture. We're gonna guy. get an email, and be like, "That's cruel That's and unusual not- punishment, guys." You know, we it's have like an amendment you- that says we. <laughs> I know it's a joke. It's a joke. It's all a joke. <laughs> What is wrong with you people? I do want to say, though, that I think that this is a smokescreen. I do not think that he is doing this on purpose so that people will uh, – that he doesn't care about this. What he cares about is making the protesters look like jerks. How do you make the protesters look like jerks? Burn a bunch of flags so you look un-American. How do you get them to burn a bunch of flags? Tell them you hate it a lot. Oh. I think that's probably good strategy. Yep. Just tell him you hate it a lot. I you got to give so, him this. So what he's you a do, good strategizer. Exactly. So, like his so strategizing is pretty solid. Instead, is just go get a Confederate flag and say this represents you more anyway, bro. Right. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, this represents that's a great you. idea. And burn the fuck out of the Confederate. Burn flag. those Confederate flags. Fucking wrap it into a fucking vagina and fuck it and come <laughs> in. That's Jesus. what you should do first. Is r- just because that's what happened to the South when the North took them. <laughs> we wrapped them around our cock and we fucked them and we came in them. <laughs> We came in them and then we burnt it down. It's really That's, hard to yeah. burn once you've come in it, though, isn't well, it? Well, it like depends on how much semen you have in there. Fucking juicy. Yeah, it could be a little juicy. You Man. just use an accelerant. That, actually, that, that whole experience sounds really weird and unpleasant. <laughs> I'm still game. I'm still going to. As long as it talks like a southern bell, can I we, guess. <laughs> can we get a silk flag so it's nice and smooth yeah, and not chafing? It's got to be smooth. I'd be worried, That's, like, oh, uh, man. You know. That's chafing. Yeah, you catch it, you catch the edge of a star wrong. <laughs> Thirty-five seconds in that thing. <laughs> I got a grommet. Oh god, I hit the grommet. <laughs> Fuck. Actually, that's where I put it. It's right, <laughs> I in, the right grommet. in the grommet. Yeah, I, I, that's I mean that's about. It's as used big to a quarter-inch string, yeah. so I had plenty of room. <laughs> <laughs> I invited a friend. 
we met in the middle. So, no, but seriously, like that's what I think he's doing. I think it's. I think he specifically we wrote this thing. <laughs> and for the United States of America to put the power of the federal government and all of its money and resources behind this transgender movement, it is just nothing short of insanity. So this story comes from the Patheos blog, specifically the Friendly Atheist blog. Homeschooling Christian mother can't handle her son seeing a male cover girl. Evidently a chola cover girl, by the way. My goodness. Uh, um, I don't know. It's like, like caterpillars it, on the face that's, there. Those are some eyebrows. I'll tell you that what. looks real. Give me, the big, give me the big picture again. Look at that. That is real. I've never seen anything look yeah, more real than real. those eyebrows. Yeah. Um, so whatever. So there's, a, there's this guy, and evidently he's like on Instagram or something, and he's like a makeup artist. And he, yeah paints himself up to look all purdy-like, and CoverGirl was like, yeah, great, be on our sure. ad. Yeah. And so they had him on the ad, right? Yeah. And so then that's, there's no story there. Who cares? But this actually, fucking- actually, there is kind of a story there. I was in the other room the other night. I was, I was away when my wife was watching TV, mm-hmm. and I heard her say, oh, that's awesome. And I, and I stopped, and I was like, what? And she's like, watch this commercial. Oh, and, and it so, was this? And it was this commercial. Ha! And she's that's like, awesome. that's awesome. How inclusive, how cool. Like so, yeah. There's, yeah. You know, so there's the story. So there's right? some people out there who see this this person on this CoverGirl commercial, and they're like, "Wow, how neat is that? Yeah. They are being inclusive." Just like when, um, uh, when there's you know a gay couple on an insurance commercial or something, right? You're like, "Oh wow, that's novel," because right. it's starting to become accepted. Right. Well, let me read what this what this mom wrote um, on her blog, okay, or what have you. Sure. I want to read this. I'm anxious to hear it. My son watched this commercial while I wasn't paying any attention. Because it was just a CoverGirl commercial, I didn't think I would need to cover the screen. That's weird right there, right? Can you imagine the mom's like, holding Oh, my God, oh, my God, she wants to get some on TV! <laughs> She's just, just got like, like a screen Moving cover. her arms as fast as she can to try to cover. She's right? covering his eyes. Don't look, don't look! Yeah, it's There's quick. a side boob! <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm going to... Okay, that's... Mom, yeah. just get out of the... Mom, it's 2016. I can go to my friend's house with the internet. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. You're not hiding me from a cover girl commercial. The shit I've seen, mom, <laughs> the shit I've seen. You don't know where I've been, Lou. <laughs> Once you have the exactly. internet, it's like all Someone's, bets are someone off. Someone is fisting a mule. Right? <laughs> I mean, like, and you're bored. <laughs> and you're like, That's the thing. You're just like, oh, scroll, scroll, what scroll. What else is on Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, we are, we are at an age where, a cover girl ad on TV, you're just like, yeah, no. Yeah, unless, you're going to need to do a lot more for yeah, me than that. Unless Katy Perry is fucking Yoda, I don't right. even care at this point. It's like, <laughs> it's I don't like, even care. How many tentacles does this cover girl ad have? <laughs> if it's not six, I'm not. And if they're not, if, the, if their tentacles don't look like perfect little lashes, I'm not looking. I'm not even going to look anymore. Okay, so she didn't cover the screen. Yeah, right. I was preoccupied speaking with David, my husband. Both of us were hey, caught up. Hey, <laughs> your partner. Come on now. <laughs> Both of us were caught off guard. We didn't know how to answer. I don't know why, but the most logical thing we could logical. That is a fucking word she should just excise yeah. from her vocabulary. Oh, no kidding, right? Right. But the most logical we could think of, uh, think of at that moment. That's crazy. Was to say, no, that's a girl. <laughs> the commercial come on a second time, but undeniably it's a guy. Now we knew we had to talk about it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And that's their problem. Yeah. I was thinking about this article, right? Yeah. Like, what, they are, what they're mad about is the, the two parts this, that, that matter, right, sure. is 
covering the screen. Yep. Shit, now I got to talk about it. Yeah. So I'm trying to raise my kid in a bubble, yeah. right? I'm trying to raise my kid. I need in to a, curate the world for my right, child. Right. And and look, you know, we all do that to some degree, right? Like I don't let my kids coming up on 10, right? So I don't let them watch a lot of X-rated porn. Like I really limit his sure. his porn time yeah. to no more than like, two to look, three hours a day. You can only watch Pizza Man porn. Right? That's all. <laughs> it's just the sausage <laughs> delivery guy. That's all he gets to watch. Like, well, there's a hole in the pizza. <laughs> you can, he's 10, so I make him watch porn with a story. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to write a book report. And they all live happily ever after, after they got coat hanger abortions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is what happens when a man and a woman and a woman and a woman and a woman <laughs> and another man, two midgets... <laughs> All love each other very much for a half, for an, a hour. half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Son. that's like it sounds like Game of Thrones porn. Actually, <laughs> fast forward through the story. Game of, bo- Game of Bones. Game of Bones. <laughs> Oh, somebody's gonna send this the game of bones. It's like, all right, all right. Here's the meat yeah. cute, and his pants are off. Great. All right, here we go, and onward. <laughs> You only show him censored porn stories, so he thinks all literature is garbage. He's like, this is dead. TV's the worst. <laughs> I want to watch people play video games. Uh, yeah, right. So she, wa- she wants him to grow up in this bubble, right? She right. wants to curate right. the world for right. him. Aren't these the same people, though, that are, like, so anti-safe space? Like, I A mean, lot. you know what I mean? I like, know. like, you know, like, when you think about this sort of, this sort of pushback to what quote-unquote PC culture, aren't these people like, oh, man, these fucking babies in the university, they need their fucking Play-Doh, blah, 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 but I got to cover my kid's eyes because he might see a trans yeah, person. There very well might be overlap right? there, right? right? Yeah, I think that there very well might be overlap. But, like, this this whole idea that, like, just seeing a trans person, yeah. what does she think is going to happen? I don't know. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like, I know, I like, joke, all jokes aside, I don't actually let my 10-year-old watch a whole lot of pornography, right? right yeah. Because I know, like, there's there's actually pretty good research that pornography at a young age, not real good for kids. Sure. So, you know, ultra violence, not real good for kids. So I'm not going to let them watch that shit because I know that there's effects, right? Yeah. There, what, what am I going to – like, what's the, what's the side effect? What's yeah. the negative here, right? If my 10-year-old sees a boy wearing makeup and is like, what's the deal? I'll be like, he's a boy who wears makeup. And my kid's going to be like, I don't care. What's Markiplier playing on YouTube? He won't care at all. Yeah. He won't care at all. There's no conversation. There's no controversy. Yeah. My household does not erupt into chaos. Like the turkey's burning in the right. oven. The cranberries are fucking on fire. Like everybody's dead. Fucking botulism. Nothing. None of this stuff is happening. Instead, everybody just looks around. And is like, I don't know. Do you want more ice cream? Yeah. Like it's a non-issue. Nobody cares. You right. see, the, the, the reason why it becomes an issue is because you made it an issue. Right. You're suddenly putting so much gravity on this moment you know and i'm not gonna fucking backseat parent you want to fucking you know tell your kid that this is evil well the quote from the article specifically quote it says this is sinful and wrong he shouldn't be doing that and his parents are wrong now this is a, <laughs> that's a quote from the original article it's not from the patheos you have to actually click through to find the original article but from the original like article and it's his like parents are it's, wrong well, and the thing is, is like like what did his parents do his makeup in the morning <laughs> uh, you know it, it doesn't look young enough to to be around his parents it's so outrageous it's, it's, like- a, it's ridiculous but you know you know who else wears fucking makeup 
everybody every on fucking, TV. Everybody on TV, every right. guy in Hollywood. Fucking Khal Drago from fucking Game of Thrones wears fucking guy liner. That guy makes every girl squirt within a fucking five mile <laughs> radius. Like they walk by him and they're just like sploosh. <laughs> Yeah, this fucking this guy's got guy liner on. He's the manliest guy in the world. He'll impregnate you from across the room. <laughs> and he wears guy liner. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, right. you know, the, you, you just can't be, like, talking about, you know, these tiny little gender roles you have for everybody. Nobody fits in your little box. Everybody's different. Everybody fits in this, in this, you know, broad spectrum of sexuality and gender. And we all define ourselves differently. And... You know, for you to just come out and be like, no, there's only this and that's it. You know, how do you not see that as closed minded? How do you not see that as as, you know, I'm limiting my child? Well, how do you not see that as just also none of your damn business? That's the other thing, right? right? It's, it's just it's clearly, clearly none, none of your business. business. It's clearly like, none of your business. Like, Fucking none, y'all, right? Well, I just stop. It's, it's not like he's fucking, he's choking on a fucking 14-inch dildo on TV. Exactly, right? right? If, if he was just like, everybody should be fucking dudes, you'd yeah. be like, okay, that's a little weird. Yeah, we like, have no, a I have no weird. idea about his sexuality. All I know is that he wore makeup. I have exactly. no idea about his sexuality. Exactly, and right? that's the other thing that they don't yeah. understand, right? Is that just because this is somebody biologically male who in this picture or this commercial is wearing makeup that's indicative of females, right? has nothing to do with their gender identity necessarily yeah. and nothing to do with their sexual identity. Yeah. But, they, but like these people don't understand and they don't want to understand. And that's the whole point. They would rather cover up the TV than understand something. Yeah. They would rather hide. They would rather not have the conversation than have the conversation. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can, you can raise your kid how you want, but, uh, but you've know, you got to understand, I think, that, that the child itself is going to be suffering because they're not going to be ready for a world. Right. Just well, like just like when yeah. you're bitching about people on a safe space. Well, you know, you've created a safe space for your kid that isn't ready that is not that is not readying him for a world in which he is going to be able to understand the, you know, the spectrum of sexuality and gender like he should. Right. Your kid has to adapt to the world. The world will not adapt to your kids. Yeah. I keep asking it to yeah. and it won't. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. So this story is from the BBC News. Um, this is the men who claim to be Africa's miracle workers. And this is actually kind of just a list of these fucking lunatics. Um, and this week kind of circulating all over the place was um, a South African pastor who, who, who calls, is, who's I can't help it. Currently macing one of his fucking, <laughs> can't help it. one of his fucking congregants right now in this picture. <laughs> he calls people up. He calls people up to heal them um, by spraying insecticide in their faces. And you know what the name of the insecticide that he uses is? Doom. <laughs> I'm totally not kidding. It's fucking doom. He sprays doom in their face. He doesn't even spray it like, this is poison. It's poison. And he's not like spraying it like misty, misty, like near them. It's not like a potpourri spritz. Oh, no. this, he sprays that shit. This, this right fucking image, she is, she is getting essentially a bukkake from this, from this sprayer. It's like someone opened up the fire hose. Dude, it's so much, she's got to share it with a friend. Exactly. That's she's got to scrape it off into a champagne glass <laughs> after she's done. That is an extreme. 
You never trust a man who sprays something called doom in your face. It's like that's what I named my cock. <laughs> Again, don't trust it if it sprays in your face. <laughs> At least without a warning. Yeah. You could give a warning. I used to call it bang, but then people were calling me the little bang. And I was like, no. That's little little wrong. bang. bang. They're like chitty chitty bang bang. And I was like, no, don't oh, make it cute. That's it's not doom hot. now. That's yeah. <laughs> Say hello to Dr. Doom. <laughs> They're like, where is it? I got Where is it? It's out. It's it's out. It's currently out right now. No, it's it's right there. I got a PhD in getting it out. <laughs> This it's, isn't the only it's one. It's an honorary though. PhD. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> from an online school. <laughs> I got it from upstairs medical college. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But this isn't the only one. Like, there's like a whole epidemic yeah, we, of these we, fucking We talked loops. about the guy who turned pat- yeah. petrol into pineapple Well, juice. he didn't really, though. No. He just fed people gasoline. No, not really. It's just like, nope. Yeah. That's not, that's, that's a fuel. That's not how you... <laughs> A life. That's not. That's not how you be alive. Humans can't do that with yeah. hydrocarbons. How you feeling? I don't know. A little dead. And then isn't this the same guy who made them eat grass? Like he's just like the I, grass is amazing, but yeah. the best one is the best picture. I got, is the last on, picture. Though, though this this picture here, where they're all got. Okay, so the, there's a picture here. It's the third picture down. This guy has a bottle in his hand, but if you replaced it with a dildo. <laughs> And then all these girls are essentially on their knees with their mouth open. Right. Around like, I've seen this before. Right. This is like. <laughs> I've seen. There's, there's like Japanese ones like that. Like, you wouldn't believe. The bachelorette party got a little crazy. <laughs> like, no, it didn't. That's not ever happened. But the like, my favorite one is the snake pastor, oh. where he claims that he turns the snakes into chocolate. And then he feeds people snakes. And then they eat snakes. The snakes aren't chocolate. They're snakes. It's so funny. It's so funny. I'm, 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 you gotta be fucked up. You gotta be so fucked up where you're just like, all right, it's a chocolate. It's a chocolate. It's just biting your face. It's a, it's a real bitey chocolate. This chunk's got some snap to it. You're crunching it's up delicious. this fucking. And there's a I know picture of motherfuckers eating thing. a snake. Well, that's the thing is like you gotta like you gotta bite through the bones yes. and the gristle. That thing's and alive, the, yeah, Cecil. Exactly. Like you bite into a live animal. <laughs> <laughs> it's chocolate. What the fuck is wrong with you? That is not chocolate. That is a snake. You're like, you can pick up. I mean, it's a ch- it is a, it's a chocolate snake that lays Cadbury eggs. So <laughs> there is a moment where don't you think these people are just fucking with people? Like, I wonder what I can get them to do. Yeah. It's almost like all these pastors are friends. They're having a bet. Like, oh yeah, like right, I can. Yeah, I bet them get to eat gasoline. Exactly, I bet yeah. I can spray fucking doom in their faces, <laughs> motherfucker. I'll make that bitch eat a snake. I'll eat a snake. <laughs> I'm gonna introduce you to my snake. His name's Mr. Goodbar. <laughs> That's the other thing, right? Like, if I'm going to make you do something fun, it's not going to be the spray insecticide in your face to make you eat a snake. I mean, I'll make I may make you touch a snake to your mouth, right? You know what I mean? Snake. I call him Mister Doom. (laughs) Worms. (laughs) 
And then the other, the last one is uh, oh, a pastor God. who was healing erectile dysfunction, which really meant that he just wanted to grab the junk of all the guys <laughs> in the pastor in <laughs> totally the, the parsonage because all he did was just walk around. I mean, there's a picture of him cupping someone's balls. <laughs> <laughs> so he clearly, all he wanted to do was just cup someone's balls, balls right. or cup a lot of people's balls. Right. Well, in the same guy, there's pictures of the same guy praying over dudes with their dicks out and like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. he just. He's just a gay dude who wants to fondle people. That's all it is. He's just fondling dudes. Well, and then the last one is a guy who um, wanted to fondle a woman who had breast cancer. Oh, just, God. He just reached in there and grabbed her tits. in and be like, I'm healing this. All right. Real slow lie. Uh, does this feel healed? Because mm. it's working for me. Hey, hey, can you bring that oil over here? I want to anoint it. <laughs> well, that's it. They do that. Exactly. That's anoint, exactly yeah, what exactly they did. What like, does, yeah. It's, I'm going to grope you. Hang on. I need lube to grope you differently. <laughs> I've seen that movie. Right. If you need lube to grope her differently, she's not into it. <laughs> also, it makes her real slick. She gets away too easy. <laughs> it's like wrestling with a buttered pig. You, you know tie I mean? him up first. You oh, tie him. You truss him. I see what you, you trust yeah, him. I see, I see what you did there, Tom. You kidnap someone. It's like, <laughs> it's like a congregate ducking. You truss him up. Is there a smaller congregate inside of them? Tom. Yeah. Can we talk for a second about rubber dicks? Again? Yeah. <laughs> it's a conversation we need to have every once in a while. I, I, we just had this conversation right before and after lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conversation we keep having. We do. And the reason why is... Because uh, you get one 50% off by going to adamandeve.com. No, it'll, and- it'll go 100% in. <laughs> but it's 50% off. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, 50% is about as far as I can get them off, typically, yeah. without the rubber dick. <laughs> Like, uh, I'm halfway there. I'm fucking all the way there. Yeah, I know, I, spent. Actually, yeah, I'm going to go watch YouTube. Done and done. Here, here. here, I bought this right. on AdamandEve.com. This is, Finish this, up. I'm sweaty. <laughs> this seems like a lot of work. <laughs> right now, if you type in glory at checkout, yep. you'll get uh, 50% off. about Almost it. any item. Almost any item. It's not yeah. every item. There's a few there's, excluded there's, there's, there's items. There's excluded stuff. Right. But about 50% off on anything. And then you'll also get free shipping. Yep. And they'll give you some free stuff. Yep. And all you have to do is type in Gloria Checkout. And who doesn't want to type in Gloria Checkout? You know, Cecil, I've taken to type in Glory every time I check out somewhere <laughs> just to see what happens. I actually just grab the cashier and just scream <laughs> Glory in their face. <laughs> the other thing, the other thing about this too is that it's it's reusable. Like a rubber dick. <laughs> the glory is reusable. With proper you care. Can keep using it over and over and over again. Just think of glory like the lube. <laughs> You put the lube in every single time you want to go deep. Literally wash, rinse, and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> but you can check them out at adamandeve.com. You can type in Gloria checkout, get some free stuff, have some fun. You know, at the same time, you're getting a little bit off and you're getting a lot a off. off. <laughs> So this story is from the Daily News, the New York Daily News, I'm sorry. Planned Parenthood has received more than 50,000 donations in Mike Pence's name. And I actually think this is kind of great. Like, I, I think this is awesome. Sure. You know, Mike Pence has been uh, a vocal, um, outspoken critic of all things good. And Planned Parenthood. Yes. Specifically Planned yes. Parenthood, yes. right? All things right. good, but then very specifically, he's closed down Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Oh, no, he's a in, monster. In Indiana. Yeah. We talked about a story about Pence who closed him down in a section of Indiana 
and wound up actually increasing the the uh, the amount of sexually transmitted diseases yeah. and uh, and removing a clean needle program that they had set up specifically right. for that. Like he's he's I mean he's done yeah, the effects of things. this are, are demonstrable yeah. and measurable and they're not good. Yeah. Right? Nobody just, wins. Nobody's like, whoa, high five. I got an STD. Right. No one's like, hey, I got gonorrhea. Praise <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. Give me a G. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an A. Give me an N. Give me a TI botics. Oh my God, I need antibiotics. <laughs> it hurts so bad when I pee. It's like razor blades in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're 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 donating. It says Planned Parenthood has received more than fifty thousand. That's donations. so much. That's amazing. And this is the time we talked about this in the hundred days episode. Yep. This is the time for the private sector, right? The you know the government probably under a Republican Congress, a Republican president, a Republican House, they're probably going to defund Planned Parenthood, right? Yep. This is our chance. We got to step up and make sure it survives, right? So Planned Parenthood is an important thing that needs to be funded, and it needs to be funded by the private sector because the government's probably not going to be giving it a lot of money in the future, even yeah. though none of the money that the government gives it goes to abortions. doesn't matter. They think it's a fucking abortion mill like that idiot on fucking Jim I Baker know. said. And so what you have is a, uh, a, a non-for-profit organization that, that helps tons of people every year that could – Really, be in dire straits if it's not up, uh, if it's not for us. And women are, and women and men are going out of their way to send Planned Parenthood money for this. And one of the things that that uh, struck me was Sarah and I were having a conversation about um, sort of the consequences of sex when you're a young adult, right? Mm-hmm. And it's something that I know I never really thought of, right? The consequences for sex for me were never that they were never so. Out in the open, you know what I mean. Wait, there's consequences for sex. When I, when Sarah was having sex with, you know, with with other people when she was a kid, she was she was making sure that she had birth control, sure, right? Right. But it was something that her parents never told her about. She had to figure out on her own, you know, those sorts of things. Right. I've seen in my life a couple, maybe three or four, young girls get pregnant, keep the baby. Mm-hmm. They were ambitious students, had you know, yeah. good lives ahead of them. They were almost certainly going to be um, doing something else other than being a mom at a young age, right? They right. had plans to do it, something else. It's a else. life-changing event. But right? it is a life-changing yeah. event right. for those girls. And I'm not saying that they're living a lesser life now or that it's a bad thing that they're parents, but they changed their life direction based on one sex act. Right. You know what I mean? That whole course of everything changed because they had sex one time. God, you have to hope it was good. Probably wasn't. I know. Actually. That's the bummer. That's wasn't. the bummer cuz yeah. like they like it, they're young and like guys don't got no skills, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking selfish. I don't, I don't have a lot of skills now. Well, I mean, I got to be honest. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. I like, always sub in another guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in. <laughs> you're in. It's been 12 seconds. <laughs> I'm done. But Jesus. <laughs> Tag you're in. But uh but you know, it really has changed the scope of their lives. And as a guy, it's hard for me to contend with that because I don't know, I, I wouldn't know what that's like, right? I wouldn't know what it's like to have one sex act defined and change your entire life. And they have to live that. And so Planned Parenthood is one of those places that women can go for birth control at a low price. And it's effective birth control, right? It's effective. Right. All the time, 98% or something with the pill, right? 98%. And then, you know, with condoms, it's lower. And there's, they have a chance to, uh, to live a life that is, 
that has sex that's consequence-free, wherein they don't have that if they don't have any options. Sure. And that's really important, I think. It's really important. It's one of those places that you know really strikes me just for the just for the preventative. We're just talking about birth control here. We're not talking about anything else that they do, and they do a lot. But we're just talking about birth control here, and that's really important for young girls and, and young men to, to have access to that stuff so that they can make the decision to start a family rather than to be forced in that decision just by, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to say, too, relevant to this article, I love when people donate money in the name of an organization or in the name of somebody to an organization like this. So what I mean is, like, when you donate to something like Planned Parenthood in Mike Pence's name, that's a really great way. That's a, that's a really effective way to, to leverage your protest, right? Absolutely. I think this is a wonderful way to protest. Yeah. This is a violent protest, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. They're stopping ambulances like crazy. That's, right? This, this is effective, right? Because yeah. you've, you've, you've made change in the world Absolutely. with your dollar. Absolutely. Right? Yes. And you've gotten your voice heard Absolutely. by doing this thing with Mike Pence. Yeah. So you're great protesting. It's, this is a great way great point. to do this. Yeah. This story comes from The Guardian. Um, This is fucking awful. Saudi court sentences poet to death for renouncing Islam. Um, that's terrible. I would, I would though, however, agree if you wrote something as bad as say the skeptics creed, Ouch! you know what I mean? Like Ouch. if it was that bad, I, I, I have I to agree. admit, then I, I have to admit as, as a poet, um, I think he's just lucky to get some attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like at the end of it, the, the, the Sharia judges are snapping. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's just like looking around, like they're about to cut his head off. He's like, yeah, you fucking read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because. Over here, the Christian fundamentalists are very different than the the Saudi Muslim fundamentalists because over there they give you lashes, and over here we're horrified by lashes as by the cover girl. Right, we're horrified by them. <laughs> so the fundamentalists, I think, disagree on that one yeah, point. Right, that's their yeah. that's their major they're point either, of disagreement. They're either pro or anti lashes. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Although lashes on guys, Saudi Arabia, you'll get. <laughs> So this Palestinian guy, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's like, he's just a guy who just writes things down. He's just a dude. He wrote you know, some like, things. That's the thing. Like, there's nothing you can write down yep. on a piece of paper. There's no, no words in any order. Right. That you can that you can do that it's like, yeah, that should cost a man their life. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Or we should we should whip them. We should beat them. We should jail them. It's it's words on paper. Yeah. If you don't like it, you just don't read it. Yeah. There's lots of poetry I don't like. Most of it I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't encourage people to read it. Yeah. I don't either. I don't I really don't. It's most of it not, you know, but it's like that's crazy. Yeah. You took you took an art form nobody even cares about anymore. <laughs> nobody even cares. <laughs> It's like an open mic Sharia night. Right? You, you just can only read really loudly from the Quran. <laughs> if you get a poet's market now and you open it up, it doesn't have a Saudi Arabia section, I'll you tell you that. you know what you should do? What? You remember the poems where you wrote it and you took it from a page? You should do that with the Quran. I will get killed. Do it. Okay. I will get killed. You, write, you should write. And mm. you should 
I will get killed. And you should buy a Quran and you should cut out ah! each, oh! each word. Ah! I can't even hear you. <laughs> la la la. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and okay, it's a great idea. And though. put it on a piece of paper. Paste it. Fucking murder mystery note style oh. on a piece of paper. After so you're like done. a cento. A cento. That's a what I call it. Cento. Right. But only created from each page, and every letter, every word has to be cut out and placed in order and pasted to a new page. <laughs> no. Can we use your name? Yes. <laughs> I will get killed so bad. I've been, al- oh, I've been alive for a long time. I, I'm actually not kidding. That actually makes me nervous. Like, I think that that might cause me to be murdered. <laughs> you should do it. I might. St- Still do it, but I have to check my insurance policies. <laughs> well, somebody's definitely not going to insure you now. I'm, oh, man. You I'm should not, make sure it's ooh. okay now because just like uh, ACA, <laughs> you're not going to be able to get existing <laughs> coverage after you do something horrifying. Like Hello, that. I'd like the large, yeah. bloated, and fucks with Islamic fundamentalist plan. Hello? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> no, no one's answering. What's my premium? A million dollars. Do it anonymously. Even though everybody who listens to the show know it was you. But even still, do it anonymously. <laughs> and then you can always deny it. Right? Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I'm sure that'll work when they're coming at me with machetes. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. They would have heard that Here's before. As long as you keep doing your, your overhead squats, you'll be fine. I'll be all right. <laughs> Look, if it's one dude, I'm fine. If it's a bunch of dudes with machetes. Or bombs. Or bombs. Or in this country, lots of guns. Or lots of guns. Yeah. I'm probably not okay. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This story comes from the Friendly Atheist blogs over at Patheos. Uh, this is Jim Baker, Cecil. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's got buckets to sell, motherfucker. Wait, isn't the world going to be fine now? Well, you know, here's the thing. God's got some punishing to do for people. No matter what, it's not like God's going to run out of punishing. Right. Like, I got a whole bucket of punishing, and I'm not going to be done (laughs) until I'm ladling it all out on all y'all. It's a whole bucket of punishing. And you can buy those buckets for only nineteen ninety nine. There's a sixty day supply of punishings. It's just it's just full of like like whips to flagellate yourself. Exactly. Like you buy like it, rusty just, nails, <laughs> right? Mouse traps to pinch your nipples. Glass. With. It's like, Ow! Fuck! What? Jesus! It's like tar that's on fire. <laughs> Every bucket you open up has like the a worst. weirder thing. Yeah. In it. It's like a, it's just one that's like a rat attacks you. Just on the face. <laughs> and then inexplicably, one's just full of cotton balls for no reason. It's like, what do I do with this? It just says like a note from God, be creative. Yeah. You're like, fuck. All right, God stuck them in your nose. It. I don't know. All right, they go into the head of my dick. All right, All right. All right so here's, uh, here's Jim Baker. First Amendment gives you the right to protest in a peaceable way. Whenever you're throwing rocks at people, whenever you're beating people up, whenever you're yeah. stealing their cars, whenever you're setting places on fire, whenever you're throwing rocks through people's windshields, this is not a peaceful protest. Now, I do just want to give a, just a, a they call them that. They do. They're saying, oh, we're having peaceful protest. Anytime anybody burns a car, throws stones through bank windows Mm -hmm. or anything like that or injures another person, they need to be arrested. They are arrested. That's a thing that's already happening. That's against the law. Nobody's not arresting people that throw rocks. They're like, oh, you're a protester? Okay, go ahead. Oh, I didn't know you were protesting. Oh, okay. Oh, you you hurt somebody? You punched somebody in the face? Oh, you were just protesting. Oh, okay. These people get... You get arrested if you fucking break the law yeah 
There are no special rules in the protest zone called here are the cars. you." Get. They don't set up burning cars, <laughs> right? <laughs> like here's, here's three junkers. <laughs> we got, like, you guys can fuck those up all right. you want. They're like the prom cars you see every right, year. Exactly. <laughs> prom. When they're like, don't drink and drive for the prom. Right. And they, and they they're like the dare vehicles up. they yeah. confiscate. They're like the carnival cars that you go and beat on with a sledgehammer. Although I, don't, I haven't seen that in a long time. That was when I was a kid they used to do that. They I don't used know to pay. Is. Oh, you never seen this? No. So you could pay a certain dollar amount to get several swings with a hammer, like a sledgehammer on a car. Why so there, there would be a car there. Just to hit Just something. to hit the car with a sledgehammer. And so oh. you could walk up and be like, I would like to pay to hit the car. And then you pay him $3 and then you get three swings with the sledgehammer. I, I feel like I'd bring a paycheck. I feel like I would <laughs> fuck that thing up. I'd like, be like, Here's you my, have a bad day. You'd be like, I, would like, I got $300. I would, I would like my 300 swings, right. please. Right. I am going to yeah. fuck this thing in two. I would be like, actually, time me, because this right? is a workout for today. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, everybody just, I, I've got time. I've got money. I yeah. am going to, and anger. I am going to fuck this thing I up. Brought, I brought like four guys from my gym. They're going to tag in here when I'm, <laughs> when I'm tired for my swing. Yeah. We need to say no now. Yeah, no more. No more what? No more protesting? Fuck you. That's right. what America's all about, douchebag. More buckets, though. More. I believe he's going to say more buckets. Look, America. nobody. The people on our side aren't for the fucking violence, except for a couple twats on Facebook who are like, "You got to kill people or whatever." People who are pro violence are wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like you're just. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're just wrong. Like yeah. if you have a pro violence stance, yeah. you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You're just wrong about you're just wrong about that. Yeah. yeah the, the, like the president that you didn't like got elected. So violence like yeah. what? No, that's fucking you are. A, this is not something we need to have yeah. a nuanced conversation yeah. about. I don't. They're not marching for the reason why the, the, they're not marching because the president got elected. They're marching. to. They're, I think they're nobody's marching the verdict of the election. I think people are marching, at least as far as I've talked to these people, they're marching to show the president that they're not going that they away. Don't that they, don't pro- they don't approve of his policy. They don't And they're not going away. Yeah. I think those are the two major reasons right. why people are. And just. We are going to have, and I wrote it down, if we're not careful, we're going to have civil war. That's right. You wrote that down? So, well, you, what, so you wouldn't forget yeah. your one sentence? Your one sentence to drive people to buckets, though. <laughs> right. right. I mean, like, what, you wrote your marketing plan down? Great. I wrote Did the, you fucking put it in a binder? Did you send it to Kinko's? He just wrote down Ken Burns. Yeah. That's all he wrote. <laughs> I want you to see this. So can you see that map? I probably shouldn't say this. Look at that, everybody. Wow. Uh, amazing. I wrote it down. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. What you see on this map, she's showing, they're showing a map. It's a map of the United States with blue and red. Um, I'm not sure that this is particularly accurate. I have no idea whether or not this map is accurate showing where people voted for Trump and where people voted for uh, Hillary, but there's very little blue on it. But if you look, the blue is all over all the population centers. I was going to say. So, yeah. so a lot of open space voted for Trump <laughs> and a lot of people voted for Hillary. <laughs> and it turns out more people voted for Hillary than for Trump. Yeah, right. So you could show this all fucking day, but I don't see at the bottom and Trump lost by two million votes. Right. In all of the shitty pig farm and corn goblin states. Yeah, exactly. They right? voted for Trump. All those sectors of the United States where fucking you get shit on your shoes. Right. Yeah, that's where they <laughs> voted for Trump. All the places where, you know, you actually have to like have a sidewalk. <laughs> all, all those places are blue. Yeah. If there's an edge, if, if you can find somebody with an education. Yeah. Blue. If you're within 10 miles of a college. Then exactly. Yeah. Right. 
And it's not Hamburger University. <laughs> Tom, Tom's lab, Tom's got a full mouthful of, of water right now, and he's trying not to spit it all over the microphone. <laughs> it's fizzy water, too. It can't go in your fucking nose. You're screwed, man. Oh, Hamburger God. you. There you go. I love it. County by county. Oh. You see, that picture right there is just a testament that the media are a bunch of liars. Right. <laughs> you, first of all. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? The media is a bunch of liars. Yeah. Well, because, what? Yeah. because what? Because open fucking space. Tumbleweeds voted for <laughs> Trump. That's why. It's fucking desert garbage land in between those places. Have you have you no shit? Got on a fucking road between yeah. here and Champagne or here in fucking St. Louis. Oh, there's yeah. nothing there. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's like a fucking yeah. road. Yeah. It's fucking Walking Dead out there, man. <laughs> no, Walking Dead would imply people. Yeah, walking, that would be that a would human be least, once in yeah, a while. Or a former human. Yeah, exactly. Like, you would actually be in better shape in terms of the brain capacity if you saw the Walking Dead. Seriously, once yeah. you get out of Chicagoland area. South of I-80. You could set, you could throw bombs out of your car as yeah, you drive, exactly. and nobody would notice, nope. and they wouldn't hit anything important. And and we're talking, you could do that for a hundred and twenty miles easily, and yeah. you wouldn't hit a city the entire way. You don't hit a city from when you leave Joliet until you arrive in Bloomington. You don't hit yep. a fucking city, and if you do, it's a gas station city. Yeah, I have driven, I've driven top to bottom in the state, and I've driven top to bottom in in one day. Like, well, not top to bottom, but. Chicago all the way to the bottom and back in a day. And I, I remember coming back on, on one trip thinking, like, I'll stop anywhere. Like, if I, the next thing that I see, sure. just driving, Doesn't matter. I'm going to pull a, over. Yeah, whatever it I, is. If it was a car dealership, I would have bought a new car. It was yeah. like, i just so bored. I need something to do. Yeah. I don't care. I'll fucking kill a hooker. It yeah. makes no difference to me. You would do that anyway. I would you do that when you're not her. bored. I would hurt uh, her. I wouldn't kill her. I'm a gentleman. Outrageous. God. Outrageous. I never know what to tip. I I was driving though. There's not you can't even make a bad decision. You can't even no, make a bad decision. The only thing between here and there is fucking Casey's General Store. Exactly. Like that's all there Casey's is. Junction. Casey's of General yeah. Store with yeah. fucking you know like roller pizza. Right. The the worst decision you can make is like I guess I'll eat some cherry sours and beef jerky. Yeah. That's it. It's seriously. It's a calorically bad there, decision. Between here and Bloomington, and then it's, it's the same thing until you get to Springfield, and then it's the same thing until you get to... There's like four cities, and they're all like cities. 100 miles cities. apart. Yeah, well... It's an outrageous use of that term, know, like, sir. Like, Bloomington's as big as Naperville, maybe? Maybe? And it's got a college in it? You know what I mean? It's probably smaller, but like, yeah. you know, it's got a... You know, like it's, it's a... It's a a population center, right? But yeah. So it is that it is an actual city you drive right through, but it's like you drive through, there's nothing. And it, you could drive on the, I drove down, I could drive straight down the, the state routes too. And the little tiny shit towns they take you through there are all little garbage. They're fucking oh, a thousand people at most. Yeah. It's all nobody. It's right. nobody that's out there voting. That you know, you could show that that space as red, but it's it's actually ground that's red out there. It's well, not human beings. Yeah, right. Well, think about when we go up to Michigan to go Michigan to go shooting, and you go up to Michigan. It's a five hour drive, and you drive through nothing forever. Right, like you come up, you go, you, you go past Grand Rapids. Once you're past Grand Rapids, there's, there's nothing. Nothing. There's it's nothing. just trees. Yeah. There's not even people yeah. living amongst the trees. Yeah. They're not even farming it. Yeah. The land is so useless. They're not even farming it. They don't do anything. They're with just it. like, I don't care. Let it just fucking go to waste. It's and it's. And we fire a cannon. We've had cannons, fi literal cannons, and nobody comes to see yeah. what that was. Yeah. 
That's how unpopulated uh, most you, of this country you can is. Drive, you can drive through tons of space, but look at each one of those centers. Look at each one of those counties where there's people, where there's human beings, where there's a mass of human yeah. beings. They all went blue. This, That's what that, the red, the red, the red is the is the votes for Trump. Right. Yeah. yeah. The Five red county. is the GOP. Mm-hmm. The grand old party. There they are. Mm-hmm. Now, that's where it is right now. They're still counting ballots. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make a difference. Right. Hillary's resigned. It's, it, it's, it's, it's in the yeah. bank. It's you know, fine. it's done. You know. Yeah. Oh. But here's the thing. <laughs> if you live in the blue, put it back on the screen. If you live in the blue, any yeah. spot that's blue. Right. <clears throat> I would say, oh, God. Oh, God. Help me. Help California and Arizona. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Forgive me. Oh, forgive us. Why is she just repeating everything he says? Forgive she, us? Forgive us for voting for differently. For voting differently. Yeah. Oh, man. Holy shit, Here man. it comes, man. He's are g- you fucking serious? Yeah. And, and again, though, of course they are, because they've been calling Hillary a demon forever, right? Oh, yeah. They've been calling Obama a demon. Anybody who's a Democrat is a demon to yeah. them. Yeah. God, God cares very much about all his people. But mostly he cares about his Republican people. Yeah. That's and mostly he cares about his American people because clearly God's not punishing like the fucking dictatorial regime of North Korea. Sure, yeah, right. That's, he did punish Fel Castro though recently. He did right? yeah. punish him after ninety <laughs> years. He was. I, oh, I was busy. <laughs> I was busy. I had biscuits and gravy. I wanted to get to eating. <laughs> And I didn't have time to punish Fidel Castro for all those crimes against humanity. I punished him 12 years after the natural lifespan of a man. (laughs) I got to it in my own time. (laughs) I let him live extra long. Wait, no, that's backwards. (laughs) I should have killed him 12 years earlier. All right. Gabriel, put that on the board. That's my oopsie. That's oopsie. We'll know next time. I'll I'll kill one of them other Castros quicker. Uh, it'll be like the oil. You just keep have to recycle them over and over just and over get again. Get me a new Castro. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt needs a new Castro. No, I said Castro, not Castro. That's different. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 5W Castro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, like if they're if they're demonizing these people. And the thing I, the thing I would do want to point out, too, is all the people who keep sending us messages after they listen to the show and they're mad that we're making fun of Trump, you agree with these people. Like, you're, you're, on, you're on their side. Yeah, this is I you. just want you to know, you're on Jim Baker's bucket side, okay? <laughs> so you're on his side. So enjoy that. Enjoy being on the side of the bobblehead who's saying, oh, good, goodness gracious, they're going to destroy these counties that voted for Hillary. That's, those people are your people now. You know what's amazing is when you look at this, it's like, it's 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 the coasts, right? Because centers of commerce, centers of trade. You can see the Mississippi River in blue. Centers of commerce, centers of trade. Yeah, I'm wondering what's happening. I mean, and then you get a chance to see, like, you know, you see Colorado. There's a big sections of Colorado, New Mexico, uh, Arizona that are that are set mm-hmm. huge sections along the coast again for these uh, for the for yeah, the, anywhere people live for Oregon for Oregon and, and Washington. And then you look at the at the main portion of the state. Huge center of of red over there. Yeah, there's nothing there. I've I've been in the yeah. fucking east side of but then Washington you go, you State. You do the same thing in, the, in in Illinois. Chicago's this giant blue area. But then again, look at look at Champaign, look mm-hmm. at Peoria, look at St. Louis. All those areas are all just full. Yep. Yeah. Because those are the ones who came against 
the will of God in this election. Now you've got to understand, and, and I just want to tell you, I'm against the will of God in this election. Mm, well, no. what about all the people that voted? Trump? I come against the face. Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't think the will of God protects their face. Actually, <laughs> nothing does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, it came against the will of God. Again, I think when we talked about earlier about the God changing votes, right? In this case, God didn't change the votes, yeah. right? Um, God gave you free will to vote for right. whoever you wanted. Right. Isn't, isn't and that, now you're going to be punished for it. <laughs> Enjoy your free will. But that's how God operates. That I mean, is, that's, right? That is how God operates. That's true. It's like, here's your free will. Here's your free will. Make the right choice. You better make it the right one. If you don't. The punishments are and the lines extreme. are real blurry, right? Yeah, I'm not you know, going like, to tell you yeah, what the I right mean, choice well, is. Yeah, I mean, you're being punished here in in Jim Baker's eyes for voting for a different candidate. Yeah, right. Which you know, both of them had policies that are good, and both of them had policies that are bad. I don't know that Trump really didn't have a lot of good policies. I'm but, not sure he knows what his but, policies are. But you know, Hillary had some bad ideas too. God is really. He handed out the exam, and he expects 100%. No, that's it. You know it. what I mean? He expects He's 100. not grading on a yeah. curve. No, no. Y'all better do all right. Oh, you know what? You could vote for Ted Cruz. That's okay. <laughs> that's the other funny thing, too, right? Like, it's it's just if any Republican won, they'd say this. Yeah. Right? It was Ted Cruz or Trump or Yeah, and Carson if it would have been, if it been Bernie whatever. on the other side, you right. voted for Bernie, you're going to hell. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. God has spoken to me. I've seen under the ground in in Florida and California, especially in L.A. Uh -huh. And God spoke to me that in Los Angeles alone, there's going to be such an earthquake come yes. that literally the big buildings will be laying on their sides. The That's not what happens when buildings fall. Mm. They don't just go tipsies over. <laughs> like, are you kidding? <laughs> They're going to be laying on their side. Oh, I got sleepy times and now I fell over. That's just all the buildings. Just I'm sleepy now. He's right though, because God got in God. touch with me, and he said within the spring or fall of next year, there's going to be a tornado in our area. In our yeah, in, in the state in the in the state of in Illinois. the tornado alley in the state yeah, of Illinois. Right. Somewhere in the state of Illinois, mostly in the Plainfield area, <laughs> there's going to be a tornado warning or watch. <laughs> God showed me underground. And he showed me he showed me a trailer on its side. <laughs> it tipsies over. <laughs> the tornado done come knocked it over, Ma. <laughs> All of LA is going to collapse downtown LA. And that there's going to be and I believe the West Coast is going to have uh, how many of those is going to have what? Now Here's you transition thing, to how like, many of Fucking those. how hard is it to be like, oh, in the fucking in the ring of fire, there's going to be a volcano. Like, I, I mean, Jesus, dude. It's like fucking, it's like throwing a dart at a dartboard that's all bullseye. I, like, you can't uh, miss, man. It's like declaring the wall a bullseye. I bet there'll be a wildfire, too. There's one, maybe there'll be a drought. There'll be weather patterns. I bet in the desert it'll be hot and dry. It'll be a cold front. Right. <laughs> um. Faults, faults, and earthquake yeah. zones. Do they have there in California? Anybody know? My you know, and, and what's interesting about that? Cali Nobody answered his question. Yeah. Nobody even answered. because they, they don't know. They just they're just like I don't know. I don't like, know. That's like a, a science lot. in Is question. Is there a lot of faults? It's I will I will two. say they're at fault for voting for Hillary. <laughs> California. Whenever you even see, and Sasha was the one that actually uh, from California made this known to me that if you look at California, the east side of California is red because nobody lives there. 
Well, and also like it's like like now they're making an argument that when the fucking earthquake hits, it's going to hit the west side of the co- where the, the fucking fault line is. Yeah, people vote on fault lines. <laughs> Asshole. Well, if you voted for Trump, you did. <laughs> By county, and the west side is blue. And where do all the fault lines? Where do all the prophetic words? happen to plant themselves it's on the far west of yeah. the west coast now it's the blue now you can understand it's not judgment's not coming in because they voted for hillary clinton it's because they voted for a platform they voted for a platform that is so incredibly pro-abortion anti-bible yeah. they voted for a, pre- a platform that specifically states that they are going to seek a two-state state resolution with israel saying in the democratic party platform that they attempt to divide the land of Israel. Mm-hmm. It's not because they vote Democrat. It's because they vote a platform, and what that platform represents right. is the Democrats. <laughs> I love how he's making this distinction. It's a great distinction to make, though. I mean, how does he, like how do these guys claim to know any of this? The Bible didn't predict America. It didn't predict democracy. It didn't predict politics. It didn't predict. Any of this, it has nothing to say about any of these topics. The Bible has no idea that we would ever have a TV to watch or fucking polyester to wear. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The Bible has something to say about where it's going to, oh, there's going to be a fucking thing in California. You didn't know there was going to be a California. <laughs> you got- And you sure as shit don't know what the thing is. Right. Right. There's going to be an earthquake. Yeah. Really? How the fuck do you know? Yeah. You didn't even know there were polar bears. There's no way in the natural that even a Christian would vote for Trump after all the dump they put on him. I don't know what, what that means. What the fuck was There's that? There's no way in the natural that a, a Christian would vote for Trump after all the dump they put on him. None of those words make any sense oh. in that order. Did he have... <laughs> they dumped on him? <laughs> well, that's kind of hot, actually. I've seen dump, that channel. Dump, dump, <laughs> Dumps like a truck. Drump like a truck. Drump, drump. I mean, you know what I mean? They, they just... But here's what. Trump has surrounded himself mm-hmm. with more men and women of the gospel than any human being I've ever seen in my 76 years on the face of this Amazing. earth. Amazing. What about the Pope? <laughs> So I want to thank our most current patrons, uh, Jeff, Alexander, Renee, Megan, Cindy, the NetSec Heathen, Pascal, Gabriella, Corpsey, the Ewok, who said not to read his name, but I'm reading it Because it's great. (laughs) Jeffrey, Danny, Wang Dang, Sweet Eggnog. No, no. (laughs) Pandora, Justin, Sean, Gerard, Lewis, S, Mannix, Torsten, Matthew, Purple Bacon Taco. <laughs> yes. Hugo, the Kraken creator. Of course. Great guy. Hugh, Timothy, Katie, Matthew, Pentagram Sam, Pentagram Sam, the devil's right-hand man. Yeah. I like how that rhymes. It's a hell of a actually. moniker. That's good stuff. Thank you so much for being patrons. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we are uh, going to be, uh, we wanted to mention this right away. Uh, this is like the first thing we want to mention. We are going to be doing a live show in Chicago. So live show in Chicago, but it's not our show. It's not. It's going to be god-awful movies. It's going to be on stage at the Victory Biograph. Uh, it's going to be January the 13th. Cecil. Friday. Friday, January the, the 13th. 13th. Friday the 13th. Lucky 13. And we are going to be there uh, 
with the guys hanging out. They invited us, graciously invited us to come share the stage with them. We, we are, are going to fuck that thing up. We are excited to do it. So if you want to catch us live with the GAM crew in Chicago, get your tickets there. At this point, I know for sure that over half the tickets are gone, and we haven't even mentioned it on our show yet. Yeah. So if you hadn't heard yet and you want to get tickets, it's a Friday night. It's at the Biograph, which is in Lincoln Park in Chicago. Uh, and it's it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a couple-hour show because all their shows are. Um, and so if you're interested in going, get your tickets. There will be a post. on. Or there will be a link on this episode show notes. This is episode 329. You can find a link to the Eventbrite to buy tickets. Uh, we hope to see you there. Guys, you got to go. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be really great. So great. You won't even know how great it is. You'll get tired of how great it is. It's going to be bigly great. So, Tom, uh, this week was an interesting week. Um, we got a, a lot of different messages from a lot of different people, um, a lot of interaction, different places. In, in this week, which was really interesting, I was called uh, – we were called both Social Justice Warriors Level 10. Which is good because I had previously been a Level 7. Yeah, I was only I Level 6. And I know. Yeah. I wasn't able to fight for trans rights, yeah. but now I can. I'm not even like a Level 6 cuck. So <laughs> level 7 is like watching Trump grab your wife's pussy. Right. And right. I haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, that's where um, I was at. Level 10 is actually having the VP run your country while you sit in the corner and jack off. Oh. That's a Level 10 cuck. Sweet. So, yeah. Okay. I'm, so. I'm actually good with it. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of going that direction anyway. So, you know. so level 10 social justice warrior was what we call it one place. I love it. And then we also received an email from the other side of the spectrum. So let me read this really quickly. This was, this was fair and balanced. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, I just wanted to let you know that uh, listening to a portion of your show made me feel physically sick. There was a spike in hate crimes the day after the election, and the entire trans community has been hurting. Just last night, I read two fucking suicide notes because my friends can't handle this anymore. I know it might seem... It might not seem that bad from your fucking tower of privilege, but things are scary and sickening from down here. So a social justice warrior level 10 on one right. hand, tower of privilege on the other. I am very confused about what to do. You know what it is? Hmm. Nuance. Lack thereof. Huh. It's almost like huh. you have to choose a side huh. in order to please it's one of the sides. Super weird. I wanna- I've never had a tower of privilege no, before. It's- if if it gets too high, does it get knocked over and then everybody speaks a different language? <laughs> everybody wears different eyebrow makeup. <laughs> so, um, so I, uh, I took I wanted, the elevator up to level chola. I, I did want to mention though, and I and I want to be clear on and what I was talking about when I was talking about the the people that were doing uh, that were that were putting swastikas all over the place and Which things is like that. Right? the specific right. example you were talking right. about. So yeah. that's, what, that's what I'm right. talking about. That's what I was talking about before. And I don't want to demean anybody's experience, right? No. So when I say, it's, say that some may be staged, that doesn't mean that all of them are staged. Right. Okay, so that's number one. Okay, so that's the first thing you have to do is differentiate between whether or not one of them is staged. It could be none of them are staged. It could be a couple of them are. It could be, you know what I mean? Like, like there's a variant there. I'm being a skeptic. That's what I'm doing. So I'm not sure whether or not they are. And the reason why I am doing that is because I don't want to just throw everything into a literal Nazi did this. Every single one. It could have been a kid. It could have been a you know a, a guy who doesn't like that person, sure. and instead chose this this way in which to to attack them, 
to, to hurt them, right? They're, they're doing the thing that they could, you know, it's, it's writing the N-word on a black guy's car. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you're a trans person. And that in no way demeans the experience not of the person all. coming out to no, their car. And no. I know that's not what you were suggesting. No, and I'm not. I, I you know, know Absolutely. Not. It's a horrible experience whether <clears throat> right. a little kid did it and just thought he could get away with it right. or a literal Nazi did it, right? All I'm saying is I don't know who did it. It's a question of attribution. Yes. That you're, you're, you, what, I don't. What, Let's, so let, let me. I want to. I want to help clarify a little sure. bit because it's a question of attribution, not effect. Right. Right. We are not arguing that these things aren't happening or saying that they don't have real effects. We're just not willing to attribute these things necessarily to the rise of the American Nazi Party. Right. Until we know for sure that this is that 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 they're attributed fairly to that. There was an interesting thing that happened this week, and I want to bring this back to sort of fake news stories that we talked about last time. There was an interesting that ha- thing that happened last week. There was a story that came out on, from The Guardian, right? And The Guardian posted the story, and, and, the, and the, uh, the story is alt-right online poison nearly turned me into a racist. And it talks about uh, the, the, the quote at the very top says, it started with Sam Harris moved on to Milo Yiannopoulos, and I almost led, a full, uh, led to full-scale Islamophobia. If it can happen to a lifelong liberal, it can happen to anyone. And then it's a story uh, by some anonymous person who was not paid, just a, a – it's really just a garbage piece. There's nothing to it. It's just a guy who's saying that he was – you know, like, you know, he said online poison. I read some things right, and it yeah. like twisted my brain and I couldn't control myself <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know. This is like a fucking reefer madness for the modern sure, day, right? you know? Yeah. And but it was written by some anonymous person, just a random anonymous person. All the best stories. Right. Are. Exactly. All right? the best. Exactly. All the best stories come from random anonymous unpaid yeah. editorials. And so. Glenn Greenwald tweeted out this week this story and said, I think the anonymity is a problem. Now, he basically said, here's an example of Sam Harris, you know, twisting people into horrible monsters. That's something like that. I don't remember exactly what he said. And then he put somebody somebody tweeted back at him. Shouldn't we be a little skeptical of an anonymous fucking like just an anonymous story by someone who wasn't paid for it by The Guardian? You know, shouldn't we be a little skeptical of this? And Glenn Greenwald says, I quote in a tweet here, I quote. I think the anonymity is problematic. I assume the Guardian vetted, but the dynamic it describes is accurate. Well, how the fuck does he know? How the fuck does he know that right? the dynamic is accurate? He just likes it because it fits his narrative. It's his narrative. Now, later on that day, a guy uh, who's a Twitter uh, troll by the name of Godfrey Elfwick posted that he wrote the article. He's a Trump guy. He's a, he's a Twitter troll. He's a, he's an anti-feminist. You know, he, he pretends to be sounds like a lifelong liberal. He pretends to be feminist, but in like the most trolly ways he posted some, he posted, I wrote this thing. And then a bunch of people were like, no shit. You wrote it. And he's like, yeah, I wrote it. And I submitted it to the, to the guardian. I, I wrote a fake piece, a hit piece that was a troll piece. And everybody's like, oh, shit, like, oh, damn, I can't believe this guy wrote it. And then a couple of people were like, well, where's your proof? And he shows a screenshot of his files, and it just has the name of an article. Like, in, Oh, that, yeah, that, well, that's, indis- that's indisputable. Completely indisputable. Wow. I but mean. Godless Spellchecker wrote an article about it. And I quote from Godless Spellchecker's article, although we are yet to receive concrete evidence to, this, to confirm the truth of Elfwick's confession, 
I find this explanation far more convincing than the claims contained within the original Guardian article. Because it fits, fits my fucking narrative. narrative. Right. Will people stop fucking sending stories out, making stories up that have no proof to them whatsoever. Like, this is an example of one story that didn't have proof, and then somebody wrote a counter story with no proof. What the fuck is happening, I don't, man? I don't understand why you would want to join the side of, I have reason to believe that this is more true than the other true. You have no idea. It's, they're all equally untrue. They're all equally untested claims. They're all equally untested. All we know is there was a story that was submitted to The Guardian. You have no idea who. You have no idea why. Yeah. You have no idea if it's true. Yeah. And then you have a that, guy who says, I wrote the article, but you have no idea yeah, how. You have no there's, idea there's why. There's no reason to believe that's true yeah, exactly, or not. Right? It, it, unless he shows us, unless right. he shows us you know, the receipt that The Guardian received from him Dude, in some ghosts. way. it's ghosts. Right? It's ghosts. You got to show us right? something, right? Where's the evidence? Yeah. Like, show me. Yeah. Show, show me something. Show me the ectoplasm. It's so funny the way those things are written. The way those things are written, they're, they're coming out and saying, I think it's true because I want it to be true. Right? Isn't that exactly That's it? exactly what they're saying is, I want this to be true, so that's why I think it's true. That's not how truth works. Yeah. There are lots of things I want to be true. Yeah. None of them are true. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and I want to. I do want to draw it back again. So that was that. That goes back to the fake article stuff, right? Right. Um, and that's again why we want to guard against when we're talking about. You know, we're talking about these uh, these crimes that are happening, the quote unquote hate crimes, because we don't know. Right. I mean, they are hate crimes. Let's. I mean, let's not. I don't want to say quote unquote hate crimes because when you wake up and you're a trans person and there's a fucking Nazi sign on your car, that's a hate crime. No matter who did it. No matter who did right. it, that's a hate right. crime. Whatever their intent was. That's a hate crime. Yeah. Okay. However, I don't want to get into the. I don't want to get into. Uh, I, I don't want to get into the the mode of let's make let, let's this. I agree with this. This fits my bias. So let's just spread this out there. Yeah. I want to try to avoid that as much as possible. And that Infowars article and those two articles that I just read, they make me want to be more skeptical of this stuff. They yeah. make me want to have a better toolkit to go after this stuff. And we'll talk about that a little later with a couple more emails we got. But before we do that, I want to talk about one more thing, Milo thing. So I think a lot of people got mad at us because uh, they call us a social justice warrior because of Milo, right? So that Milo is this guy who's sort of deified by the, by uh, the people on that side uh, as a guy who, you know, goes out to these places and he speaks his mind and, and, and people are upset uh, that he gets shut down at certain places. He gets shouted down, he gets shouted down and whatnot. The thing that we're mad about with Milo, I don't care what he says, because he's just a provocateur. And whatever he says is garbage. I don't think he has anything worth saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's an interesting person. Yeah, I've listened to him on Rogan twice. And when he speaks, the stuff he says is. I'm just like, I don't care. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't believe the facts you're bringing to bear here. And you're just a provocateur. So for me, it doesn't do anything for me. So I don't care about the content of what he has to say. Um, I think that a lot of it is is baseless and false, but I don't care about it, right? It's the same thing with uh, with Ann Coulter. I recognize you're yeah. a provocateur. You're out there trying to push buttons. The problem is, is that he's pushing these buttons, but then he's trying to decide how people react to it. And you can't do that. Once you let this out in the world, you just can't control how people are going to react. And it comes back to this, this thing that people keep sending us, and it's freedom of speech, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. I know. And the problem is, is that it means something legally freedom of speech has a mean it's like 
meaning. It's like when we talk about it's just a theory in science. When people say evolution's just a theory. Well, that has a real meaning behind it. Theory in science means something. It means that things have been tested, that there's been a long train of testing. There's a ton of evidence for this thing to be a true thing. That's what theory means in science. What it means colloquial, co- colloquially is, oh, it's kind of untested. It's just an untested yeah, thing. It's just my thoughts on the exactly. subject. <clears throat> when we talk about freedom of speech, it's the same thing, right? It means something very specifically legally, which is the government can't stop you from, from saying things. What, it, what people take it to mean, because, and because it's, it's, uh, it's the privilege, of, or not the privilege, the right of freedom of speech, because when we say right of freedom of speech, people immediately think, well, I have a right to it. Well, what does it mean? It means I could say what I want. No, it does not mean you can say what you want. It means the government can't stop you from saying what you want. Yep. There's a huge difference there, and I think that there's this other sort of specific, very specific legal term and colloquial use that people mix and muddle Milo has freedom of speech for the government not to shut him down. He does not have freedom of speech to, to walk up to somebody. I mean, he does have the freedom of speech to walk up to somebody and say, you know, call a black guy the N-word. Right. But then he doesn't have – he doesn't get to judge what those consequences are. Well, he can judge them. He just doesn't – but he can't control them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so you know, that, that's – I know we talked about this, but th- there's a vast difference between legal consequences and social consequences. And there are there are vast differences between legal consequences or, or legal, um, you know, like when the government says you can or can't do something versus when a private company says, I want you here. I don't want you here. Right. If if somebody gets banned from Twitter, their freedom of speech has not been impugned. Yeah. Right. It's not Twitter with Twitter. It's Twitter. Is, yeah. You don't have a right to use Twitter. Yeah. No. Let's let's be very, very clear. You have no right to use Twitter. Twitter is a private company. That has a piece of software yeah. that you are allowed to use if they let you use it. You That's accepted it. the terms of service, right? But you don't pay for it. Yeah, it's a free it's a free service, but it's a company that's there to make money. That's all they're there to do. The product is the thing they use to make the money. Right. 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 This is not the town square. If you get kicked off of Twitter, your freedom of speech has not been impugned at all. Yeah. You you can because you can still. You can still say all those same things on Facebook, on Facebook yeah. or outside. Yeah. You can yell them in the town square. You can walk down the street. You can publish them in a newspaper. You can write them on a T-shirt and wear it around town. You can do all that. You can go to Breitbart and right. write an article. Exactly. Exactly. Your freedom of speech has nothing to do with whether or not you've been banned from Twitter. Right. It has nothing to do with whether or not you say something yeah. and somebody calls you a racist. Yeah. If you say something and I call you a racist, am I impugning your free speech? No, I'm reacting to what you've said. Yeah. Right? You might not like my reaction. You might not like that I shut you down on my Facebook page, right? So if that happens, I've not impugned your freedom of speech. Yeah. Your freedom of speech is still intact. It's, it's, it, the integrity of your freedom of speech is complete. Yeah. Nobody has damaged your freedom of speech. Freedom of speech doesn't mean that you can go anywhere in the world, public and private, and scream at the top of your lungs in whatever form or format you'd like without consequences. Sure. That is not what freedom of speech is. Yeah. And, and another thing that people do is they immediately think that we are dis- – because, because if, we, if Milo says something and then we, we point out the, the, the way, how he can't have it both ways, they get super mad and they're like, oh, well, you guys agree with the way in which speakers are shut down at, at universities. Like, wait, no, no, no. Just because Milo was shut down at universities doesn't mean I agree with the fact that these are these things are happening. I I think these things are case by case basis. Um, I don't I don't really have that, that a deep opinion on how this is handled. It's basically handled by the universities again, just like how Twitter handles it. Right? 
it's not my place to make a decision on how Twitter is going to handle Milo. Yeah, I have not, no, I've, I've no, I've no, I've no I've, right. Same thing when it comes to universities. Right. I don't have a way in which to do that. Now, if it's a public university, it's like, like you know, UIC or something, sure. then maybe I have some interest because it's a state-run university. But a private university can handle this in any way they want. That's their, that's their decision on how to handle it. Do I think that somebody should be able to get up on stage and scream at Milo? If he paid for the venue, I don't think so. I think they shouldn't come in because he paid for the venue. He gets to decide who comes in. It's like renting a house. I get to t- decide who comes in. It's the same yep, thing, right? But, but he doesn't. When he, when he goes to these places, a lot of these people get this stuff for free. So it's open to the public. When it's open to the public, you have to deal with the public. You have to decide how that's handled ahead of time. If it's not handled to your liking, then you can do what he's doing, which is attack these colleges after it's not handled to his liking. He has every right to go after these colleges after they've not done what they were supposed to do or what he just thought they should do, et cetera. Write a bad review. That's what that's how being a consumer works. Right. You know what I mean? So for me to for me to step into that process and be like, well, I have an opinion. I don't even have an opinion. I don't care. I don't care what happens there. And the problem is, is that everybody is so caught up. In what's happening in these tiny little dramas in these in these little universities, they think it's this endemic of this huge problem. I argued with more people this week about how safe spaces were a bad thing in comparison to Trump saying he's going to take away the First Amendment. I saw that. I, right? I saw that. You have somebody on Twitter telling me they're, that, that they're more worried about safe spaces and trigger warnings than they are worried about uh, about the Trump saying he's going to take away our First Amendment rights because he's going to make flag burning illegal. And strip us of our citizenship. Are you serious? Right. I mean, are you seriously thinking that that's a more pressing issue? Right. That, that they have a, a place where a couple kids can go play with Play-Doh at a fucking university where they, fe- they, they so they don't feel threatened. I don't even care that they do it. Like, you know, it's like, I, I mean, it just doesn't, it boggles my mind that somebody would, would put that and say, you know what, that's a huge problem. And then be like, oh yeah, he's just fucking, he just lit the fucking Bill of Rights on fire. <laughs> doesn't matter. I don't need that. Because why? Because it's your guy. Because it's your bias. That's why. Because it fits the narrative. It fits your fucking narrative. Wake the fuck up, man. It's not about your narrative. It's about it's about how we all interact. You know, do I think that there could be better dialogue out there? Probably. Yeah. Do I think Milo's going to do it? No. I had arguments with people, too, that were like, well, you know, it's a freedom of speech issue. And then we went back and forth. And eventually what we got to was, look, this just isn't how you prefer for people to be interacting. Yeah. Right. You don't like the way that the opposing view interacted with your speaker. And I can tell you, I agree. Yeah. Right? I agree. If somebody if if I were gonna go, let's say, let's say you and I were gonna go to a, one of these cons and we were gonna do our show. And then somebody stood in the front, you know, thing and they just blew whistles and we couldn't do our show. Right. Would I be frustrated? Yeah. Yeah. Would I think that was rude? Yeah, I would think that was fucking rude. Would I talk contact the con organizers and say you should have had fucking security drag those fuckers out of here. Yep. They interrupted my speech. Yep. Yes. Would I say my freedom of speech has been you know, damaged? No, that's a stupid fucking thing for me to say. The same is true for deplatforming. Right. You know, if I got an invite somewhere and then I got a disinvite to the same place, okay. Yeah. That's fucking their prerogative. Yeah. Right? Maybe I don't like the reason somebody got disinvited. Okay. Well, unless you're invited to my house. But if it's not my fucking house, I've got nothing to say about it. 
We want to thank Alice. Alice is someone we met in uh, in Manchester at QED. Alice yep. sent us a board game, and it's Monopoly. Yeah, but it's the Manchester edition, which means nobody wants to buy any of the properties. <laughs> <laughs> We are also in a few hours, less than an hour, actually. We're going to be recording with David Smalley for the Podcastathon. You, of course, will not hear this until it's released, but you can go check out the Podcastathon. I think it's in its entirety on YouTube, unless he takes down our section. Do you know what's funny is if you Google uh, Dogma Debate Broadcastathon, we're the fifth entry that shows up. <laughs> Awesome. Well, it should be a lot of fun thus far. He's and, and we're just reporting this right now. So like we don't know how far we're going to get. But at this point right now, we're looking at uh, at a total amount of thirty six nine fifty two. Um, we're hoping that during our hour, we at least get five K so we can uh, so Tom can roast him uh, on the air. Uh, like we said, we're probably you're probably going to hear this. You're definitely going to hear this after after everything's been uh, said and done because I won't get a chance to mix this show until after we get <laughs> right. on with David Smalley. I don't know what you're going to be doing in the so, next hour. How I can't you get an so, hour and a half show? Maybe I can mix, mix while I'm talking edited. to him. Um, so anyway, it's better than paying attention to him. We got a couple of uh, messages that we're talking about uh, how to look at the online news more. Uh, in a more reasoned way. And I'm going to put these on this episode show notes. One of them was by Stephen Novella. It's uh, it's entitled Civic Online Reasoning. And the other one's from Forbes, and it's a scientific approach to distinguishing real from fake news. We want to thank the listeners who sent these in. Yeah, thank you very much. If you much. want to take a look at these, you can show, go to our show notes, 329. We're going to be interviewing Cara Santa Maria later today, which you will hear probably either on, th- Tuesday, on Thursday this week, if it's a midweek show, if I mix it for one, or you'll hear it next Monday. But uh, but we're going to be interviewing Kara, and this is going to be one of the topics that we're going to be talking to Kara yeah. with because Kara's a very smart person, and she knows her shit, and she will, uh, and she absolutely knows a lot about fake news. And we're going to be talking yeah. specifically with her about this. Um, we got this email from somebody um, talking about Good Mythical Morning, um, specifically the Willet Corn Dog Taste Test. I have a ten year old, and I got to tell you, like, I love Good. I, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I genuinely love Good Mythical Morning. They're really funny guys. If you don't watch that show on YouTube, it's the only time you'll ever hear me say this. Watch that show on YouTube. That shit is fucking funny. And their Will It series, it cracks me the fuck up. I make my son watch it with me now. I'm like, can we watch Good Mythical Morning? He's like, you're the grown-up, dude. It's your fucking TV. And he talks to me like that, too. Oh, I know. He's rude. That's because that's you're interrupting his Pornhub sessions. So um, so we got a, a, I got a message from Thomas this last week. Thomas from uh, Atheist Speaking. We're going to be joining him today, later on. We are, we're doing everything we're doing today. Everything today. Um, and uh, we're going to be on his 300th show. Uh, so one of the things that we're going to be doing is talking about a lot of the stuff that we talked about at the end of the program here today uh, about deplatforming and things like that. So if you want to hear that, it's on his 300th show. We're going to probably be taking about a half an hour of his time. Oh, so we got a message from Patrick, and Patrick said, I wanna. I, I was at a medical clinic, clinic a week ago talking to the receptionist through bulletproof glass. This is the comment about bulletproof glass that, uh, that Jim Baker had made, that they're, you know, they're bulletproof, bulletproof glass in, 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 uh, in Israel. Israel. Yeah. And he says, the clinic isn't in Israel, and the window there isn't for fear of Islamic extremists. It's Planned Parenthood, and the terrorists in question are the American Christians. I know. <laughs> Great comment. Jackpot win right there. So, uh, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, like we said, we're going to have Kara on today. Hopefully, that fucking tape doesn't bork, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hopefully have that on. We'll be on Dogma Debate as well, uh, probably on Thomas's show. So check out us check out check us out this week. Be sure to or get your tickets soon 
because they're going to go off the shelves. They're going to fly off the shelves. Uh, so get them soon for Gam Live. Uh, we're going to be on stage with the Gam crew. We're super excited about it. Should they're, be a lot of fun. funny fucking guys, and we are going to have a great time. That's going to wrap it up for this show. Uh, catch us in other places, and we're going to leave you like we always, we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.